Okay, ready? Yep. Let's go. I just cracked my knuckle, like immediately. <laughs> oh I already ruined it. You gotta control yourself. Ukrainian girl. American boy. The, the UGAB show. Do we even have anything to talk about since last episode? Oh my god, there's so many things we want to talk about. Anything new going on? Mm. Any interesting news? Yeah, a lot of them. A lot? A lot, yeah. Okay, all right, cool. So, what do you want to start with? Well, I think the one that's the biggest one. What's the biggest one? Tanya is the permanent resident now. Permanent resident, I, I don't know what this means. I'm American, can you explain it to me? Yes. What is so, a permanent resident? We've been, um, okay, <laughs> my English is bad. Anyways, um, we have applied for a green card. Oh, green card. Yes. Uh-huh, okay, now I understand. Permanent resident. Okay, gotcha. So, as you know, we got married. Mm-hmm. And then since you're American, mm-hmm. Um, we can apply for a green card for oh, me. Oh, yeah, okay. So I can be... So people are actually asking me, like, what does actually green card mean? Like, what can you do with this? So, okay, here's my understanding, and I can tell you this, and you'll tell me if it's right or wrong. So first of all, which is the most important thing, is that you can um, leave U.S. and then enter the U.S., and then they are... They cannot tell you no if you have a green card. Because if you have passport and your visa, it doesn't matter if you have tourist visa or student visa, um, there's never a guarantee that they'll actually let you in the country because they can find the reason to, to say no. Right. But the green card means that um, you can enter freely and nobody can say anything to you. Unless you're some kind of like criminal or something, right? Like... Well, even then, I mean, they could, I guess, in theory, they could, like, take away your permanent residency. But mm-hmm. even then, like, the biggest difference between green card and a visa is that basically all types of visas are, uh, they're an entry document that let you come to the United States. And then when you get here, you have to apply for entry at the border. Right. right. So even a visitor yeah. visa, like some people don't realize that a visa doesn't guarantee exactly. that you can enter. You can, they can tell you no anytime. Um, exactly. And I think like a lot of people don't actually realize that. And right. with me, I also, you know, I was so sure, you know, I have my um, student visa and I have my I-20, which is like a, a big chance of that they'll actually let you in, right, right. if you're yeah. there for school. But still, I I didn't know that they can say no to yeah, you. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah so. so green card means that um, basically you are a legal permanent resident of the United States, which means that, um, yeah, I mean, you can come, you don't need a visa. Once you have the green card, you can enter without having to, you know, apply for entry like you would with the visa. So basically you can show up, show your green card and they let you in. You don't have to have some kind of reason. Like with a student visa, you say, oh, I'm coming to study right? or a visitor visa. You say, oh, I'm coming on vacation or I'm coming for a business trip or a work visa. Oh, I'm coming to work for this company with a green card you can do whatever you want well not whatever you want but okay um, well yeah it makes sense you can come for any reason because you are you know you're you're now a legal Mm -hmm. permanent resident so yeah so for me i mean i don't know how for other people but i think for me like the number one and i feel like it's the most important one that you can kind of like leave and come back travel freely yeah you don't have to worry about it 
most other or well most visa types also have some kind of expiration or right. that you only get admitted to the United States for a certain period of time. So like a visitor visa, most people get it, you know, admitted for like three months or six months or some specified period of time. Mm -hmm. Work visas usually have a limit, like a certain number of years maximum that you can be on them before you can't stay on a work visa anymore. Student visas, they're actually a little bit more flexible because basically you, when you're admitted, they don't give you an end date like by which you have to leave the country, but they give you something that's called duration of status which basically means that you can stay in the U.S. for as long as you're maintaining your student status. So until right. you graduate, yeah. basically. So you, I think usually the, the student visa, I mean, as far as I know, F type, um, they give you the visa for three years. That depends on where you're from. Some yeah, are five, some are one. A lot of it has to do with like visa treaties and stuff and agreements that the yeah. United States yeah. government has with other governments and but, stuff. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. But I think like generally the F, like for students for like graduate programs or I mean uh, I've known a couple of people from from like different countries and they said oh yeah like we got visas for three years as well so maybe yeah. it's just a coincidence but that's like the visa that's in the passport so right right exactly which has an expiration date but I'm talking exactly. like I'm saying but you can stay in the country right so once you get into the country it doesn't matter if your visa expires exactly. if you're a student you can stay past your visa expiring as long as you're but F1 it's only status. with F right it doesn't work with other types uh, it depends. Because your F is kind of like depends on your I-20? Well, yeah, but all visas are. So the visa, the paper visa that's in your passport is just an entry document. Like right. that's basically, it doesn't give you any status once you're actually in the U.S. Exactly. So, um, yeah, it depends. I, I guess there's like, there are many, many different mm -hmm. visa categories. Some of them are probably different. Um, but yet yeah, in general, the visa in your passport can expire while you're in the US and you don't necessarily have to leave as long as you still have some kind of underlying immigration status right. like F1 right. students are allowed to stay. So anyways, that's a digression that's irrelevant. Yes, <laughs> that's a little bit now. like, yeah. So the, the other nice yeah. thing about a green card is that um, when you get married, you apply for a green card. If you've been married for less than two years, then you get a conditional mm -hmm. green card that's valid for two years. Right around the two year mark or like three months before it's going to expire, you apply to have the conditions removed. And then basically at that point, everything you, you go through, you have to file some paperwork again, you might have to do another interview. And then if that gets approved, then you get your 10 year green card, which then just has to be renewed. It's valid for 10 years, but usually you can apply for citizenship after three. Right. So um, the, the other nice thing about a green card is that it's not like yeah, some kind of other status where it expires or something. You can sort of maintain it that you know indefinitely. Right, right, yeah. Um, so that was the first one. We kind of like got off topic, but um, it's all kind of like connected together. And especially in my case, you know, it's been a transition from um, F1 student through um, OPT and then STEM extension and then the green card. Yeah. This is kind of like the my story was um so the second thing is that you are um you can work wherever you want right for example if um so i used to have the opt and stem extension that basically ties up to your major and you kind of like have to work so basically your job needs to be in the field of your studies that you previously um gained 
So for yeah. students, like you have to work right. and it has to be related to your degree. Right. You're not allowed to just go and take a part-time job somewhere just to make extra money. Like yes. students aren't allowed to do that. Right. And especially like the STEM extension also. So if you are um, STEM, which is science, technology, engineering, math, math um, then it also needs to be like in the field. Yeah. It has to be directly related to uh, your right. degree. So the green card, basically you can work as many jobs as you want as different kind of jobs as you want it doesn't really mm -hmm. like congratulations you can now go be a cashier at chipotle <laughs> yeah, right right bartender to <laughs> dream on tapas right yeah you can do whatever you want yeah drive uber yeah that's cool deliver pizzas yeah yeah you Sounds can do like whatever fun. you want yeah, yeah this is sure. why you get a green card yeah exactly so you can, yeah i mean you know you can do whatever you want right so we're not gonna judge anyone yeah, so it's nice, basically, you know, it's nice when, like, most people who come and they do some kind of advanced science degree, you know, their plan is to stay and work in that field because it's easier to get a work visa if you work in a STEM field, you know, most of them get paid more money, they're interested in doing some kind of research and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. But for certain people who go and they do some kind of advanced hard science degree and then they don't necessarily want to work in that field forever, they kind of get stuck where you have to have a job, you know, working in some kind of field that's directly related to your right. degree and some kind of hard science. But maybe you're interested in business or you want to become an accountant or something and you can't just switch easily. You basically are kind of stuck, you know, in the same field. And for a lot of people, you start kind of going down the path of, you know, studying one thing and working your way into a certain like career when you're in your late teens or early 20s and you just kind of pick something or it just sort of works out that way before you actually like exactly, yeah. make a conscious decision. And mm -hmm. then next thing you know, like you have two master's degrees yep. and you're not 100% positive if you still want to keep doing this. But if you're in the US and you're on a student visa, then you're kind of stuck like doing the same thing. And if you, you know, become interested in like you suddenly want to be, go become an artist or something like you can't, right. at least not in the US because you're kind of stuck yep. working in that field. Yep. So the nice thing about a green card is you can do whatever you want. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, but you have to pay taxes. So before, if you are a student and you're working, you are exempt from paying Social Security and Medicare. Yeah, but what they call FICA um, taxes. Yes, um, but if you are a permanent resident or American, mm -hmm. right, you are paying that because you are you are actually be able to get the benefits from that as well. Right. That's why you're paying, which just makes sense. Right. Yeah. Right. So, um, but the and nice thing is... there's something else. What, what's, there's something else. I feel like there's another thing. That's it. Travel and work. Is there something else? Being able to stay. Being able to stay legally. You can eventually apply for citizenship. Yeah. That's a big yeah. one. Yeah. In three That's years, you can one. apply for citizenship right. if you want. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. So maybe, maybe we should actually back up for a second. Let's so that was our that was our first piece of big news, right? Yeah. Tanya got a green card. That's Yay. awesome. So maybe we should kind of address the elephant in the room. Like mm -hmm, our last sure. podcast released like four months ago, <laughs> and 
we haven't done anything since then. We've been just waiting. Then. Since then, we've been just waiting. Yeah, I think I might have written <laughs> a couple. We've been quiet. Yeah, I, I wrote like a couple of blogs since then that they're kind yeah. of like on different topic and not directly related. But we haven't put out a podcast since then, so maybe we I should haven't. explain why a little bit. Like we were like so excited. Oh, here's our episode zero. Here's episode one. Here's episode yeah. two. We released them pretty quickly, and then the last one was the beginning of January. We talked about New Year's, and then we haven't put out another one since, and now it's like That's the true. end of May. So maybe we should talk about why. Yeah, I think, you know, I feel like I've been stressing so much about, like, oh, I want to have this blog, I want to have the, doing this and that. And I don't know, at this point, I feel like we kind of, like, enjoy ourselves. We didn't really, like... You know, we deleted Instagram and kind of like went off and didn't post anything for a while. And I feel like I don't want to do this just for the sake of like keeping like posting and just create a content. But um, we will definitely be doing that. But I think it should be more like organic and naturally for us. So we have news and we'll be definitely be having a lot of topics that we will talk in the future. But I don't want to like force it, you know, just for the sake of like getting it out, like publish it. Yeah, we never wanted to force anything. And basically what's been happening since we last released one is, you know, as I mentioned, we kind of talked about like we have a few big pieces of news or a few pieces of big news that we're mm-hmm. going to talk about. So the first one was Tanya getting a green card. The second one, I'll just go ahead and spill the beans now. This can be like a little bit of a teaser. The second one <laughs> is that Tanya has a new job. She's actually going to be starting like jobs. next week. Oh yeah, new jobs. Sorry, plural. <laughs> she has new jobs. Um, and the third one is that I am going to go to law school. Wow. Yeah, very exciting. So a lot of big news. one of the big reasons that we haven't updated in so long is that all of this stuff has kind of been going on in the background. And as Tanya said, like we, we want to talk about kind of what's going on in our lives and we want our, you know, when we're putting out content, we want it to be like as organic and as genuine as possible. We don't ever want to feel like we're like kind of forcing things or we're just like, you know, creating content and pushing stuff out for the sake of doing it. And it's not like we haven't done anything interesting in the last five months or whatever, but I think these major things that have been going on in our lives. <laughs> I'm drinking tea with whiskey in it right now, and Tanya just tried to like subtly take a sip while I'm talking, and not bad. just started like almost gagging a little bit. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, so we. It's not like we haven't been doing anything interesting at all in the last like five months, but it's more that we have been very, very busy with all the stuff going on in the background, and even when we do other things, it's like those three major things have kind of been looming over everything else. And we've just been focusing on them so much and thinking about them so much and talking about them so much. We weren't ready to start publicly talking about it yet. Cause obviously, you know, there was a lot of stuff that was still kind of up in the air. We didn't want to start talking about it until it was sure until it was like a sure thing. Um, so we kind of just made the decision to not do anything until everything was done. And then we could come out and talk about everything at once. Like, once everything was finalized, then we're very comfortable and very happy to talk about it now. But right. we didn't want to do that before yeah. everything, you know, was I mean, kind of yeah, set in you place. You kind of like, you never know what's going to happen and you feel kind of anxious and you don't really have a confidence to talk about it, right? Because it's like up in the air. You don't know if you're going to wait for another months or years or whatever. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, I feel like this is something that we will definitely doing for ourselves and we're doing that for you know, help other people, yeah. give the information to other people because I feel like there's not that much information out there. Yeah. And we, I feel like our mission is 
we having fun doing all of these things and we really want to help other people you know right that's kind of like to um our major um goals exactly and, yeah yeah and the good news is that we haven't put out anything in so long that now we have a ton of stuff to talk about because yeah. we have things lots of things yeah. that have been and happening we, yeah we've been like preparing you know uh, we've been working a lot on a new update on our website and kind of like coming up with the ideas like how to structure it yeah for sure so so if yeah. for those people who might not have seen it already or people who don't know before we started doing a podcast we started with a website and a blog and originally just a kind of quick backstory about that when we started it i was sort of interesting at the t- interested at the time in trying to learn a little bit about like coding and doing some programming and like website design and stuff and so the blog was kind of a fun way for us to basically start you know, writing blogs and working Mm -hmm. on something together. And then also I was trying to kind of use that as like a personal project and learning how to code and program and, you know, do website design and that kind of stuff. Eventually I sort of lost interest in that or it just kind of felt like it wasn't as meaningful for me as I thought it might be. So, um, we had originally started the website using WordPress and, um, using like a Bluehost. Yeah. Was the host. Yeah. But it was WordPress WordPress website. Um, which was nice because it, if you know, you know how to do website design and stuff, then there's like a lot of, um, it's easy to, there's like a lot of customization that you can do. There's a lot of, I shouldn't say it's easy, but there's a lot of customization that you can do. There's a lot right. of like flexibility. There's a lot of different like utility. Uh, but I kind of got to the point where I hadn't learned enough to really take advantage of all of that. Mm-hmm. And it was just sort yeah. of like a more complicated than we needed it to be. And to, we just wanted to get something very basic and very simple. Yeah, I mean. Like we- our goal is to deliver content and make it very easy so we just wanted like a very minimal easy website to do that so we decided to switch um basically in switch from uh wordpress to squarespace just to make things way easier because this is not an advertising yeah we're not paid to say this (laughs) we are not that popular to advertise but if anyone from squarespace is out there listening and they want to throw some money our way like sure that's fine uh i won't say no but um yeah i mean honestly it's just that squarespace was easier we switched everything over the website looks nice kind of like more like we wanted it to originally but without having to go in and do the work on the back end ourselves because we didn't like even though you know with the squarespace you can still do some coding and you can customize it but yeah i feel like for our needs and our goals that's something that works for now and we'll see what's going to happen in the future but there are a lot of services like squarespace and wix out there so yeah i feel like it's been working for us and it's actually like easier and yeah. it didn't take very long to actually like transfer the website and then update all of that. And I kind of enjoyed it because for me, it's also like sometimes, you know, it's just a little bit overwhelming. I, I like blogging and I like the idea of that, um, like helping people and, you know, put the information out there. But sometimes it's just like a little bit overwhelming and yeah. Yeah, so um, actually, I, I like it. Yeah. yeah so yeah, so we, we decided like we wanted to start putting out content again with along with a new website to kind of like a, almost like a relaunch since we've been away for so long. So yeah. Yeah. So okay, get back on track. So okay. first big thing, green card. So mm-hmm. Tanya has it. It's wonderful. It's very cool. It's a nice thing to have. Um, just to kind of give a quick. People keep telling me I'm cool. Oh my god. Okay. Siri. Thanks. Thanks, Siri. I think we need to unplug her. Yeah, she needs to she's go like, to sleep or something. Have a break. Okay. Give so us a break, Siri. 
Okay, so what are you saying? Right? I'm sorry. Okay, it's okay. I'll edit this out. All right, so just to get, kind of give a quick overview of what the timeline was like for the green card, right? So mm-hmm. we got married in the end of September. We filed everything at the beginning of November. Um, the receipt date when we filed everything, like the when we got the receipt notice from them, um, it was dated November 9th, right? Or November yes. 8th. I think it was uh, the 8th. Some, yeah, I don't know. 8th or 9th. So we waited, waited, waited. We had applied for the work authorization and the travel document, which we talked about before. Um, we never really heard anything about that. We nope. never got them, still haven't. Um, but what ended up happening was the interview notice came about five months after we filed, and the interview was scheduled for May 9th, 9th which was exactly six months exactly from six months, the receipt yeah. date of the application. Mm-hmm. So it ended up being faster than we anticipated, which is great. And I think we're lucky that um, we live in Cleveland, which seems like the immigration processing goes a little bit faster here than it does in some places where you hear stories about people waiting for like over a year, year and a half, or some places are even over two years. So for us, it was six months, which was great. Mm -hmm. We got the interview notice about a month ahead of time. We showed up on May 9th for the interview. And how did it go? Well, uh, for me, it was hard. It was a hard interview. Yeah? Yeah. I I honestly, I didn't think it was that bad, but since I'm the spouse, I didn't have to answer as many questions and stuff as you did. Yeah. If, I feel like, I mean, I, I understand that they're kind of like trying to, you know, make sure you're not lying about your relationship and... You know, we talked about it. We were kind of prepared. But yeah. there are some like, questions that kind of like throw me off and um, got me like a little bit nervous. And I know how, you know, when you have a story, it's like a real story that you're telling. But if you're nervous, it might seem like it's not actually real and you're like lying or something. Right. So I was kind of like worried about that. And I actually got a feeling like, oh, my God, like we're probably not going to get a green card. <laughs> like, I mean, maybe it will get delayed or they'll just won't tell you right away because, you know, there are basically two cases where they can tell you right away, we recommend you for approval, or they'll say, okay, you'll receive um, the notice in the mail and right. that's how or you Or they know. might request some extra documents or something right. like that. So I was like, okay, well, I don't think that she's going to, you know... So... Why don't, don't we know. like explain from the beginning? So we get the yeah. notice in the mail. We show up on the day. We the interview is in Cleveland downtown in the federal building. Um, the USCIS has their offices like up on the fifth floor. So we leave early to get down there. First thing, we can't find parking anywhere. So we're driving around forever. Like we had got down there like very early, like thirty minutes before the appointment, and we're just driving around in circles because we can't find parking because something is going on and there's just like even the parking garages and parking decks are full. One thing that really sucks about Cleveland, this is going to be a little bit of a sidetrack, but sorry. There's a ton of empty space downtown, like where they just have parking lots that have like 30 spaces. And it doesn't make any sense to me. Like, why wouldn't you just build a parking deck there where you can have way more parking and make a lot more money, but instead they just have these like stupid empty lots that fill up like almost immediately and then everyone's driving around trying to find parking. It's very annoying. So anyways, we eventually found a spot that was like, I think it was like a max of one hour parking. It was like meter mm-hmm. parking. So we put our quarters in there, ran inside. We end up getting up there in time. We go into the office. They take Tanya's picture and do fingerprints again. We get checked in. 
and then there's just like a little waiting area where everyone's yeah. kind of like waiting around and they have these TVs up on the wall where they're just like showing random like a house hunters TV show and then the other one has like these random facts about USCIS and stuff and then below that there's just like this plain wooden door and every few minutes like the door will open and some person is standing on the other side and they say a last name mm-hmm. Lopatkina and then yeah, I was pre- I think it was pretty fast like I actually I thought that we we're gonna sit there for a while because this is how it usually works I feel like even though you know if you have time on your interview I mean it doesn't mean that you're gonna go there at yeah. that specific time so I don't know I feel like sometimes you know there are people there and there are delays and stuff so you have to kind of wait but that was like pretty fast yeah We've i think our interview was at like 10 30 like, and yeah. we got there at like maybe 10 15 or 10 20 10, or so yeah and then and then we were in the back like maybe 15 minutes after that yeah, it was actually pretty like was like on time minutes yeah. Or something. yeah so then the door opens the lady comes out and says lopatkina and we get up and walk back there she shakes our hands and introduces herself and we won't name her, I guess. We probably want to not yeah. shout her out to the millions of people listening to this. <laughs> millions but and millions. She was uh, like middle, not middle aged, maybe like in her, well, I guess it depends on how old you live to be. What if she's listening to yeah, this? Yeah, sorry. I'll edit that out. <laughs> she was probably like in her, what, like late 50s, maybe? Mm-hmm. Um, she had an accent that I noticed right away, but like wasn't totally 100% positive about where it was. Um, so she takes us back into the little office. I was very interested in the entire process just because of my job. Like we have to work with USCIS and stuff. So I was excited to like see like how the sausage gets made. Like I wanted to see what happens behind the doors there. So for me, it was kind of like, obviously I had to be there and it was a good personal reason because it's for my wife to get her green card. But also it was almost like a field trip because I get to go see what happens behind closed doors at USCIS. Mm -hmm. yeah, I feel like I didn't realize that she's actually going to call me. So it's only like my name, not even yours. And then you go with me because mm-hmm. I thought it's kind of like it's together. You know, we're going to go together. And originally we were, we were talking about that um, there's a chance where they can interview us separately mm-hmm. and then together. So yeah, sometimes they split you up. Right. So you kind of like go with me as like support, right? You don't really have to be there, but no, I think you have no, you to. Have to yeah. You have to, right? Yeah. Okay. Sorry, so it's, they call your name because the application is in your name because it's for right, your green right, card, right. but the spouse has to be there also. Yeah, it's yeah. required. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And then we just walk in and I think, um, so the lady, she's originally from Georgia. The country. Uh, the country, Georgia, which is um, at that time was a so- part of the Soviet Union. When she was born, yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so her accent actually was like a Russian accent mm-hmm. because at the end of the interview, I asked her because I, I couldn't hear it first. Uh, where was she from? Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, she actually um, can speak Russian. Yeah. So then ask yeah, her. So obviously the whole interview is in English, though. Um, yeah. So I don't. But like, it was a pretty Russian style, I would say. Yeah, I. <laughs> We talked about it afterwards. Tanya was like, oh, I think this is like a very Soviet style interview. And it was actually for me, I mean, I had done a lot of reading online ahead of times. And like some of it, you can't help but accidentally like reading some horror stories and stuff and like read about people talking about how bad their interview went and blah, blah, blah. So for me, I guess compared to some stuff that I had read online, like it wasn't as bad as I expected it to be. And I thought like, I don't think that the lady was like 
necessarily like rude or aggressive or anything, but I think it's just part of their job that they literally just do interviews like this, like all day long. And you just kind of become detached and they probably like, they do so many of them so many times over so many years or whatever that it it eventually they like the person sitting across the table from them is not even like, uh, like you kind of just become, they become detached and you like, don't think of it anymore as like two human beings talking about like intimate parts of their relationship Mm -hmm. together. But instead to you, it's just like a case and you're kind of like going down the checklist and like marking off, like checking the things. I mean, I think it was very obvious that that we had like a legitimate marriage and stuff. And Mm -hmm. like, we kind of have to find this balance between making sure that you like, you know, know all the things that they're going to ask, but at the same time, like you don't want to sound like it's rehearsed because you know, you don't want to sound like it's fake or something like that. So, you know, Tanya and I obviously have talked about everything. We know everything about each other. We went through like what things they might ask ahead of time and like Mm -hmm. made sure that we were on the same page about like, I had to pronounce saying her dad's name a few times because it's like pretty hard (laughs) and I was afraid she was going to ask me and I was going to like butcher it or something. And then what ended up happening is that I got my own birthday wrong on one of the forums instead. Yeah, so and that just it was in the beginning. <laughs> it was like the first question. It's like what's your what's his birthday? Exactly. And I was like so nervous like before the interview and I remember we were leaving our apartment and I said like, "Okay, Joe, your birthday is um, December 18th." 1989 and he was like yeah yeah it is because you know when i sometimes when i get nervous you can even forget something you know right. it's like you just you're just nervous so then the first question kind of was like oh yeah what's your husband's name and then i'm saying your name and then she's like okay well what's his birthday and i'm like saying december 18th 1989 and she's like december 18th or 19th and i'm like oh my God, is that a test? Like, I was just like, you know, my heart went to in my feet. (laughs) This is the saying that we have in Russian. And I think that was like the first, one of the first questions that kind of like, I don't know, got me so nervous. And I was looking at Joe and she's like looking at you and she's like, what, like, what is it? And you were like, December 18th. And yeah, she's she like, like, she looks at Tanya and then like looks at me and I'm like, yeah, it's December 18th. And then she looks back at the form and then goes, Oh, uh, well, on the form, it says December 19th. And I'm like, you got to be kidding me. I mean, we submitted, when we filed the application, we talked about this before, so I just want to mention again quickly, but the whole packet was like almost 300 pages. And there's so many forms and a lot of the information you have to fill out multiple times. We checked it over like so many times. But the one thing that you wouldn't think to check as carefully, I guess, because you would just think that you would get it right is like your own birthday. But somehow I managed to get my own birthday wrong. And then like the first question of the interview causes confusion because I yeah. somehow accidentally put my own birthday wrong on the form. But luckily she was like pretty nice about it and kind of laughed it off and was like, oh, it's okay. I'll fix it. And then crossed it out and fixed it. Yeah. So it didn't end up being an issue. Yeah. But definitely like wasn't what how we expected to start right away mm-hmm. is like the first question we get wrong because I put my birthday exactly. wrong. Like, and oops. then it was like, oh. So yeah, that... I already started to be like so nervous. It's like a small thing that just, you know, I don't even know how to explain that, but um, I just got really nervous and I was like, oh my God, we're in trouble. You yeah. know, and even though she said, I'll fix it, I got really like stressed out. And I think that was my mood, you know, throughout yeah. the whole interview. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't think, you know, We've been reading a lot online about what kind of questions they might ask and when we talked about it, but I don't think that they ask any of like super personal questions or anything like that. Um, 
I think she asked like the longest story was you know how we met and then I think she asked some details oh what restaurant did we go did you go for your anniversary yeah she like, asked well it was it? like how how I proposed and it was like oh how did you propose when did you propose did you have a ring where were you and then she was like asking about the restaurant and stuff so yeah and we we didn't really have like a traditional, you know, <laughs> proposing. A big romantic. I didn't uh, rent a blimp <laughs> no, or have it was like romantic, a... but I, I guess, you know, we are that kind of people. And I think this is one of the main um, reasons why we so great together is that we like doing things differently. Yeah. We like being different. So I think I wasn't that kind of girl. Like I didn't actually want it. I didn't actually like expect it. Um, there's something that I kind of expected and there's something that you actually kind of wanted to do, but it like didn't work out and it's fine. But I think we didn't really have traditional proposal, but it still was really like special Mm -hmm. and romantic and it was about us. It wasn't about like showing off or not to offend anyone, but, um, it's just like our style. It was just our style. But it's kind of funny. Like she just asked a few questions about that. And then like, I, I, I was surprised that she seemed to be really interested in that. And then exactly the one thing that really tripped us up was that we like, you're supposed to take evidence of, you know, that you have a legitimate marriage. So we have like, you know, joint bank accounts, insurance, car lease, like all of this stuff, a lease, you know, our apartment lease, we've lived together for like a year and a half. So we have plenty of stuff to show that our marriage is legitimate. And then, you know, they say like the, when you get the notice in the mail, it doesn't tell you to bring photos. It just says like, it doesn't even tell you exactly what to bring to like show proof of your marriage. It just gives you a few examples of like bank statements or joint assets or whatever. But uh, it doesn't say anything about photos. But we read online like everyone says, "Oh, you need to take photos." So we Tanya goes and like prints out like picks like twenty pictures of different points in our relationship. Like we print them out and take them there, and then basically what ended up happening is that the all the pictures that we had taken were pictures of just the two of us like on different dates and in different cities when we're traveling and stuff and there was one picture from our wedding that's like the two of us kissing on our wedding day you know but there were no like photos or i mean we have them but we didn't take them like photos of other photos of the wedding like of our family and different stuff like that because if you remember our wedding was 10 people in a park it was like very you know nice and simple like exactly what we wanted to have it but we didn't have like a big traditional like have a wedding photographer come out and do like a three hour photo session or whatever. So, you know, people have like whole wedding books and stuff made up and like, we're just not that type of people. So we didn't have that. And we didn't print those pictures to take them with us. So she got like really hung up on that and was like, Oh, I need to see pictures of yeah, your family. And, and, and I like, think she got very like nervous and she was like, yeah, where are your wedding pictures? Like where are the other people on there? So I, I feel like she actually got pretty like nervous. Yeah, she's like, oh, well, who was there? Was your family there? Have you met each other's family? And like, why don't you have pictures of your family there? Like, I need yeah. one picture that has everybody. Yeah. So it was like, that's part of what it made just kind of feel like it was like a checklist. Like, it was very clear that we had everything else that we had, like, you know, we, we answered all the questions completely fine. We had all of the other like stuff to show that our marriage is legitimate. I think we have like a very real story, you know, obviously. But then, like, we get hung up on the fact that we didn't bring enough photos of, like, our wedding with the right people in them. 
So then she's like, oh, hold on, I gotta go talk to my supervisor. So then she actually gets yeah, up and like said, leaves the room. Yeah, you said that you can show them on your phone. Oh, yeah, because right? I'm like, oh, yeah, well, yeah. I have a whole, like, I literally have 5,000 pictures on my phone. If you want me to show right. you some on my phone, I can do that. And uh, you're not, I think you're not really allowed to like be on your phone over there. You're kind of like supposed to like shut it off and, you know, not really use the phone in that room. Yeah. I think there's some rules about that. Yeah. And also, so the interview, it is recorded on the video and the song right like yeah the, yeah so they the camera so they record it and they make you take an oath like swear an oath when you first start mm -hmm. to like everything you're saying is true so it's kind of funny because she's like okay so let me go talk to my supervisor so then i thought that she would probably go and ask if she can you know look at those pictures on your phone or right. something that, which I, I think I'm she did really sure because if, then yeah. she came back and yeah. she's like, okay, can I see them? And I showed them to her and then it was yeah. fine after or that. Or maybe, I don't know, another idea that we have is they might like check on us. What <laughs> are we talking about? You know? And I remember like Joe afterwards Joe told me like, oh, I was worried that you're going to like say something and they're like recording us and then yeah. you're going to like say something. I wasn't but, sure that like that you remember that they I were remember. recording. Yeah, I remember. So but, I mean, she gets up and yeah. leaves and I'm like, well, I don't think they would do this on purpose. Like, I don't think it's a test, but... I wonder if like she gets up and leaves if someone goes back and looks at this yeah. later just to see what we're talking about when she's gone. Yeah. So I just started talking about what we wanted to have for lunch that exactly. day. Exactly. <laughs> and it's just so funny because I got it right away. What are you trying to do? You're kind of like trying to talk this about this thing so you make sure I, I'm not going to ask any questions. And it's, like, it's not, not like we were trying because, to hide anything. or Yeah, like, exactly. But like, you know, um, and we um, I knew that because earlier that day we kind of like already talked about what are we doing for lunch and then when you're asking me oh like so what do you want for lunch <laughs> so i was like okay i get it yeah it was just kind of funny but <laughs> she came back in i showed him to her on my phone like she was fine after that and then um i mean it wasn't really that bad like the most of the yeah, questions were i think yeah. it was kind of weird at first because they ask you like a whole bunch of these questions that are like yes no questions that are from the form the application that you yeah, have to file and it's like on the f actual form, there's probably like 50 of them or maybe more, maybe even more like 100. And just, it's all about like, your like criminal history or if you've ever done any of these things and it asks like all kinds of stuff. And then it seems like they just kind of like randomly pick some of them in the interview. So it's like, have you ever, uh, what like, do you plan to violently overthrow the United States government? Or like, have you ever participated in like slave trafficking or what like have you ever yeah, been a like, prostitute or like all or kinds like of this crazy yeah like all kinds of crazy stuff so you just sit there and go like no 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 and then after that is when they start saying like okay so tell me about how you met tell me your story blah 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 right. and then they start asking like some more personal questions and stuff like that but most of it was to tanya i just kind of got to sit there for most of the time <laughs> and like i jumped in a few times when we were explaining different like stories like the proposal and stuff like that or actually she asked me directly about that but yeah um, most, most of the questions were for you. There was just a couple for me at the end. Yeah. And, and it there, wasn't that bad. Yeah, it wasn't, I mean, it wasn't that bad. I think like for me, I knew that it's very serious. I knew that if there is any mistake on your application, it's pretty serious, even though we got that far, um, still, you know, there's something wrong. So I think that just kind of like threw me off and I was like, oh my God, we just made a mistake with your birthday. And I was like, okay, well, yeah. that's it. Yeah, but then the rest of it went fine. Like at the end, she's yeah. like, okay, um, so yeah, the way good. it works is like everything looks good. I'm going to basically, I'm going to recommend you for approval. I, you know, think that your story and everything here looks good. Mm -hmm. um, so basically, she told us on the spot that we were approved and that the card should come in about two weeks. Mm -hmm. And then, 
you know, you can... Like, the notice will come in two weeks, and hopefully there's right. going to be a card. Oh, right, yeah, 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 right. So, yeah, that was it. Um, yeah. We left. We were very happy afterwards. Yeah, it was really... I mean, I don't know. For me, I'm that kind of person. For me, it just takes time for me to actually realize that. Yeah. I usually say I'm like a giraffe, so it just takes time for me <laughs> to like get up there, you know. And you have a like, long neck, so it takes a long time for the information to get exactly, to your brain. Exactly, yeah. So mm -hmm. it's just like, still was a little bit like afterwards, I was kind of like worried, even though, you know, it's done. Everything is fine. And she told us right away. And uh, yeah, even when the green card, got here honestly i i can't really say that i felt so much different so yeah it came how long after the interview? it's actually it was like one week and one day so yeah. it basically came the interview was here on a on thursday the following friday yep. it was here yeah so it was super fast like surprisingly fast yeah it came we got it everything is good you're official yes and it is green it's green <laughs> yeah it's a card and it's green yeah, so, yeah, I mean, it definitely makes life easier, but again, I don't know, I just, I can't really tell that um, I felt like a different person or I felt anything different. Maybe it's just going to take some time for me to also, like, realize that I'm yeah. really happy right now, you know, I can travel, I can go visit my family, I don't have to worry about coming back here, I don't... I don't have to be worried about like, am I going to be illegal here? You know, yeah. because this is something that's important. I think part of it is definitely. like, like the process is so long and there are so many steps that it, it I mean, yeah, yeah, like one day the card comes in the mail and then it's like, oh, hooray, now it's official. But right. there's so, there's so much, like so much work that goes into it before that, that it's not like, it's not like when you are getting your driver's license and like. You go there one day, you take the test, they give you the card, and you're like, hooray, now I got my driver's license, yeah. and my whole world is different. Like, yeah. with the green card, it takes so long, so much paperwork, you know, the interview, all that stuff, like, you're waiting forever, you kind of know what's happening, there are a lot of steps, and then when it eventually comes, it's like, oh, well, great, now I have the card, but, you like, you knew it was coming all along, it was just a matter of, like, going through all the steps and stuff, so it, ultimately, when it comes, like, it's sort of anticlimactic, like, it's definitely nice to have, I'm sure some people will get, like, super excited and yeah. throw a party or something, but, like... Yeah. I don't know. For us, I guess. For us, it was... We also just knew a little bit more about the process, mm -hmm. I think, going into it. So we kind of knew what to expect. And Yeah. But it's still, it was like pretty stressful and pretty, you know, you put a lot of energy into it. And especially for us, we kind of people that it's really hard to wait. Like, it's yeah. really challenging. Right. Like, you're waiting. You don't know what's going to happen. Is it going to be approved? Um, is there anything else going to happen? And then you're kind of like waiting, waiting. You know, there's a lot of energy and stress, definitely. And, yeah, when it's there, it's like, well, okay, great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. so so now you got the green card. We mentioned earlier that when you get, like, once you have it, then you are allowed to go work and do whatever you want. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about that. What's going on? Yeah, I mean, you know, in my... Um, previous job i would say because my last day was on friday and today yeah, today sunday. is sunday <laughs> tanya's last day was friday she starts her new job next week we're going on vacation this week so technically yeah. i've been teasing her that this week she's unemployed uh, officially unemployed yeah so now i can say in my previous job future job that's funny um yeah i mean i think i liked it for the most part but it definitely i felt like it's time for me 
to move and um, I wanted to learn and I wanted to develop and I don't know like I feel like everything worked out and I got this opportunity that I decided to take and um, I feel like exactly it worked out and I feel like this is how everything happens in my life it kind of like all works out but um, yeah we've talked about that and you know Joe had plans for going to law school he actually realized that recently and then we've been talking about because I kind of like didn't really know you know where I wanted to go what direction in my career I wanted to take and then um, we've been talking about like you know it would be interesting for me doing something also with like helping people and something related to immigration to the legal part of it because when I um, was dreaming about to come to the U.S., you know, and I went through all of this processes, it always had, I always had this idea in my mind that I want to help other people. I want to help other people to, like, give them the information, how to do it, or just help the people who are already on this, somewhere on those, like, in, in, the middle, in the middle of some of those processes and going through the same um, journey as I did. And I feel like, you know, I've had a lot, I, I do have a lot of experience since I all kind of like went through all of that um, myself. And um, that was kind of like the idea. But I never kind of like, I think I wanted to do it more like through blogging. And I never really thought about it as it being like a job. And then... Well, you know, Joe was going to go to law school and we kind of talked about, well, maybe in the future it would be nice to have something related to this, to the law and all the immigration process. Yeah, we've been talking for a long time about opening a business. Like that's, we wanted to have our own business sometime. We had a lot of different ideas about like, well, what can we do? You know, what kind of business could we open or what could we do together? So one of the things, when I started thinking about going to law school, one of the things that I kind of just mentioned or one of the ideas popped in my head one day was like, well, sometime in the future, we could open our own kind of like boutique immigration law firm and just, you know, have a small practice where it's like the two of us or, you know, sort of see how things go. Um, Because Tanya has a lot of experience with going through those processes. She's really good at working with people and doing kind of like, you know, administrative stuff and basically she can do everything like advertising, working with people, all of that kind of like, um, I don't know what you want to call it. Ad- administrative, like sounds like it's like doesn't, it, doesn't sound I mean, as much. I think it's more like business and marketing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's a better way of putting it. And you're you really are, good at the business and marketing, mm-hmm. which I'm not good at. I'm good at like being critical <laughs> and thinking and like, you know, yeah. Being like on the law side of it, on right. the legal side. So the, the idea was like, you can handle the business side. I can handle like the practicing law side. Um, yeah. And I thought it was like a good way, you know, for the two of us to be able to do something together to kind of start our own business. Yeah. And then, um, basically what ended up happening, how I found the job is, you know, I, I'm never on LinkedIn. Like, I'm never there. Sometimes I just go there and remember, like, even one of the professors from my school, she emailed and said, hey, like, are you on LinkedIn? I want to see your career development. Like, add me on LinkedIn or something like that. But I, I don't really like social media, so I'm, like, not really there. But I remember the day I kind of, like, went on there and I 
saw there's like a, a job section. I'm not really sure. I think they just added it recently. So I just go on there and I was, you know, thinking about um, having a job closer to home for um, many reasons. First of all, I didn't really, I love driving, but I didn't want to commute because it would basically take like two hours of my day and I felt like I don't mind driving, I love driving, but being stuck in the traffic actually that's the part that I didn't like and um, I was thinking I, I really like the area where we live in and I was wanted to find something around this area so I don't have to drive as much it's not as much co2 coming in the atmosphere thinking about the environment <laughs> too and then also you know um, if I'm able to actually bike or walk um, to the to work that would be great so um, there was a posting on LinkedIn from this local um, law firm and I just like Googled them and I was like, okay, sounds like interesting. You know, I read the job description and it was like really interesting, something that clicked. And then I sent my resume and then there was like, they say there should be a resume and your cover letter. And I think like I didn't realize because there was no field to upload your cover letter. So I kind of like submitted my resume and then I was like, well, I need to find a way to submit my cover letter as well. So I just went on their website and I contacted them and say, hey, like I applied with my um, resume. Please let me know what's the best email address to send my cover letter. So then um, actually the owner applied, uh, replied to me and he said, oh yeah, like email it to this email address. So I emailed my cover letter and in two days they called me to schedule an interview. And yeah, and I, I was really excited. It's um, like a ritual for me, like the interview and everything. So that was, that was pretty fast and it was pretty interesting. And I went on their website and the company sounded like pretty kind of like modern and young and they did a lot of cool things you know they work um their focus is specifically immigration so they help students and people who are going through you know h1b visas and green cards um through employment or through the family and yeah so it was pretty exciting yeah so we we're t kind of talking about like these three things as if they're like three separate updates, like getting the green card, you getting a job, you going to law school, but everything was happening. Like all of this was intertwined and it was all kind of happening around the same time. So, um, I remember you had your, like when you, when they first asked you to go for an interview, it happened so quickly. It was still before the green card interview had been scheduled. So we sort of had this feeling like, well, hopefully something's going to happen soon, and I had been reading a lot online about like what the timeline should look like. And I was like, I mean, I feel like it should be happening soon, but we have no way of knowing. Like there's literally mm -hmm. no way. It could be a week, it could be three months or even six months, like who knows. Right. So yeah, we just didn't know. So we kind of talked about it and I'm like, well, you know, it's an immigration law firm. So if you go there and explain it to them, like they're gonna know how all that stuff works. Like they'll be understanding of the fact that like you're in the process of applying for a green card. We're just waiting around for it, but like, we don't know exactly when it's going to come or when you would even be able to start working because 
at the time she was still on STEM extension, as we talked about. So she still had to work in a field directly related to her major. And obviously immigration law is not directly related to liquid crystal technology. So like we were like, well, she kind of was asked me like, well, should I even go? Or like, what should I do? And we decided like, well, yeah, for sure. You know, it's a good experience just to go and kind of see what happens. I mean, it doesn't hurt to go on the interview. It's not illegal or anything. Yeah. So. And we figured like if anybody would be understanding of the situation, it would be an immigration law firm, <laughs> right? Because they understand exactly better than anyone how those processes work and how the timelines work and that stuff. So then you ended up going to the interview. It went really well. Yeah, and the then... interview was great. I actually was kind of like, I didn't know what to expect because it's a law firm. I think it's like different and I've never had an experience. But uh, it was pretty casual. Like it was really different. And mm -hmm. they asked me so many like interesting questions. And I was like, wow, that's that's really interesting. Yeah. So I, I, I really liked the environment and I really liked um, the people who interviewed me. And I got like a kind of like a positive um, feedback, I mean, like a positive feeling from them, even though I felt like, well, um, you know, at the end of the interview, they asked me, well, do you have a work authorization? And I said, yes, but, you know, it's tied to my um, STEM extension and my major and stuff. And they're like, oh, so like, what's going on? And I said, well, it's been like, you know, almost like a five months right since we applied and on the day of the interview you've mentioned it right we got the notice that um it's approved no so you got back home so we okay so actually bef before you went to the interview we had gotten an update that said that the like the paperwork was approved and the and the interview would be scheduled. Yes. And then you went to the interview and told them that, and yes. they were like, "Well, that doesn't necessarily mean anything. It exactly. still could be some time." Yeah. Um. So like we knew for us, like okay, we were excited because it was good news. It meant that something had happened, right? The paperwork was approved. Now yes. we just had to go wait for the interview to be scheduled. Mm -hmm. And they were like, "Well, you know, it could still take time. It's like not like a, it doesn't necessarily mean that anything's going to happen right away." Um. But then you went to the interview and like that night or that evening, it was updated again to say that the interview had been scheduled. Mm -hmm. Right. So it was like literally, I mean, the, the time yeah. it, there was like a one, just one day, like one day between yeah. Yeah, the updates or something. So it just like worked out crazy well where you went in there, like not even knowing when you might be able to start working. Exactly. And then that evening we got notice that the interview mm -hmm. was scheduled. And a couple of days after that, we got the notice in the mail with the date so we kind of then had like a mm -hmm. better timeline of when everything was going to yeah. work out so then we kind of figured like again that happened like in the towards the beginning of april so that we kind of knew like okay well hopefully the interview will be about a month away and then depending on how all of that stuff goes and how long it takes them to send mm -hmm. the card like hopefully you'll have the green card by the end of may right yeah so that gave us a rough timeline of like hopefully it's going to be less than two months or so which was nice because it was like the first time we actually had a timeline. Yeah, and uh, it was actually funny on the interview because they asked me all of these questions and I felt a little bit uncomfortable telling them, you know, I can't start right away. And I thought that would be like a deal breaker or something. And then they were like, okay, well, do you have any questions about your case? So like, it was yeah. funny because at the end of the interview, I kind of like explain all of this, what happened. And they also, you know, they working with this uh, processes. So they kind of estimated that, okay, well, it's probably going to be a month or a month and a half when you have an interview. And then there's going to be um, two to six weeks when you actually get the card. So they kind of like explained that to me. And yeah, it went well, but you know, 
I wasn't sure um, because, and then they told me, well, we're still interviewing people and blah, blah, blah. So I was like, I had a, definitely had a great feeling because the interview went well and I felt so much confident because still, you know, I, I think like my English um, has improved through, throughout the years, but um, going to the interview when you're so nervous and you have to answer all of these questions, definitely like challenging um especially for me but um i don't know before that i was so nervous but actually during the interview it was nice the interview was pretty nice i liked the questions i was pretty confident to, to answer them so um it, it was really nice i i had a great feeling and i remember i um came back home and joe was like oh my god this is the tanya i've met because i was like kind of like um I don't know, up in the mood or how, how you say this? Yeah. Um, Lifted, like, I don't know. Yeah, you are like very, you're very like confident and you just, you have like a different, I don't even know how to explain it. Like you, you just carry yourself differently when you are like feeling confident and like you're sure of yourself. And I think that's how you normally are. And like when we met, that's definitely how you were. And I said like when we first met, like you were intimidating to me because of this. Like you were just so confident, so sure of yourself, like... It, you were like a force that like if you wanted to do something then I, everybody else just needed to get out of the way because like it was going to be done so you either help or you get out of the way because nobody was going to be stopping you and I, I think the last you know the previous few months like before the interview and all that had been like kind of hard with everything going on and I, I mean not that you were like you know I don't know not to like that you were acting in any kind of like negative way or anything, but I think it was like, and I was the same way too. I think part of it for us is just the winter. Like we're definitely affected by like <laughs> seasonal weather and stuff like that. But, um, you know, there was just some other stuff going on that was like, I don't know, we had a kind of harder few months trying to figure out like what to do and with the green card and all that stuff. And yeah. so I just hadn't seen that as much lately. So then like you came home and you were glowing and you were like, aggressively walking around the apartment you know like <laughs> yeah. and I was like well it's great like I was super happy to see that again because that was the that's the Tanya that I that I know best that I first met and that I first fell in love with oh yeah so yeah, yeah. so now you'll start and we're going on vacation this so, week yeah and they they basically called me after two days you know I followed oh, yeah. up with um um with the letter and i wasn't really like hoping for a job offer or anything i just you know wanted to say thank you and i really enjoyed the interview you know so i genuinely just wanted to kind of like write them and just tell thanks and then in two days um they called me they called me and say hey like we are gonna wait for you because we need um we need you so we're gonna wait until you get your green card and then you can start here so that's definitely was like, I think I was really surprised because, I mean, I, I'm not really sure if they needed person to start right away, you know, or, you know, they, um, but yeah. Well, they must not have because they waited like yeah, for yeah. quite a while, yeah, but they were so really excited. I think that yeah. about your background stuff that you, there's Cleveland has a big Russian Ukrainian population. I mean, big Ukrainian population, but mm -hmm. there are also some Russians and I think they were excited to have somebody who like had an immigration background who had been through a lot of those processes herself and who also speaks Russian because mm -hmm. they have I'm sure they have a lot of you know clients who speak Russian and Ukrainian yeah. so 
Yeah, so it was really exciting and um, I was really excited, but at the same um, time, I mean, I don't know, it's, it's always, uh, you don't know what to expect, right? So you always yeah. like um, a little bit scared, a little bit nervous. Yeah, your first day is in like a week and you never know going in like what's going to happen, you know? Like, yeah, but no, I, I don't know. I feel like before I was, I had this feeling like especially, you know, um, there's another part that I can we can just talk about like, you know Leaving the job that you currently have it, it's definitely I think it was way harder than I imagined that yeah to be but um, Yeah, I, I feel like you're just basically going through the stages where you just like scared and oh my god Am I doing the right decision? Yeah, can I actually do this? and um, I wanted to go and learn and grow, you know and develop professionally, but um at the same time, um, it's scary, definitely, especially if you go into the new field. But uh, I think it's natural. It's natural for everyone, like the human being. You know, we don't like change. And um, But if you don't actually do this, you, you don't grow. You don't yeah. develop. So. Yeah, for sure. Um, that's good. Yeah, no, I, I feel like I have good feelings about this. And I'm confident. And I'm like, okay, I can do it. <laughs> so... <laughs> So we have a lot more to talk about. We have already been recording for like an hour. It's now 10 o'clock on Sunday night. We want to leave in about nine hours to drive about eight hours on our vacation. So maybe we want to stop here and then... Yeah, sure. Because the next part's probably going to be like another hour, right? Yeah, for sure. Okay, so why don't we go ahead and take a break here. You can listen to our advertisers. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but we're going to split this into two parts. So we already talked about the green card. We talked about um, your new job. We'll talk more about, yeah, like you started talking a little bit about like leaving jobs and kind of the decision and stuff that goes into that and how all that works. And mm -hmm. I'll talk about that as well mm -hmm. because, I'm as I mentioned before, I'm going to mm -hmm. law school. So I'll talk all Same. about that and about leaving my job as well so we can kind of have a little conversation about that. So that will be next time on episode four of the UGAB show. So this will be it for episode three. So, okay, bye. <laughs> oh shit, didn't even stop. See you later, well, alligator. Stop. Ukrainian girl. American boy. The, the UGAB, UGAB show. So um, that was kind of like, okay, I'm just going to wait. Are you drunk? Sorry. No, no, I'm just pouring tea. Sorry. I didn't think it was going to be that loud.